Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. Always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello, and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, Productive Responses to Business Concerns, informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on our YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. If you'd like to receive notifications on when our podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abandp.com. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. Giving small and medium-sized organizations large company marketing, and social media services is what Corey Freitas is most skilled at doing. With a background in marketing, project management, and data analysis, Corey excels at empowering DigiWay clients by teaching them how to rank on the first page of Google, keyword research, backlinking, and how to maximize their social media presence. In the world of digital media, it's important that our clients understand how DigiWay is helping them to reach customers and grow their businesses. Successful SEO isn't about rankings, it's about connecting people to the products and services they're looking for, and it's about helping businesses grow. So, Corey, thank you for joining me today. Hi, Candy. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you back. If uh, anyone's been following us for a while and heard uh, my original interview with you a while ago, um, they may recognize your name. But in case they don't know who you are, uh, can you give a little bit more about yourself and how you got into your industry? Yeah, well, my name is Corey Freitas. My company is Digiway, and we're an online marketing company that helps, like you said, small to medium-sized businesses um, basically get online. So if that's through SEO, which is search engine optimization, Google ads, um, social media, we really help them get a presence on the internet. If it's on Google, Yahoo, Bing, whatever, whatever, we just try to get them online. So they're, so they're found wherever, whatever search engine someone uses. Right. Um, I've went to school for marketing, but when I graduated school, I didn't really get into marketing 
uh, like everyone else does, you know, we never usually go into our major, but um, when I got laid off from my previous job, I met uh, my partner now Wei, who um, basically mentored me, got me caught up on online marketing world and basically brought me into the company. And now I we're 50, 50 partners in Digiway and I run all the operations and everything else. And he's uh, more of the, on the consulting side of it. So that's basically how I got in it. And yeah. Well, I know the last interview we had just kind of talking about internet marketing in general and how to be found. And what I wanted to really Mm -hmm. talk about today is really understanding Google AdWords and how to use them effectively for businesses. Um, So Mm -hmm. I I definitely want to make sure that um, we explain, you know, to those who are listening, how it all works, because I'm sure most people have heard of it. I think a lot of the times though, it's still confusing and trying to understand, you know, how to make it work for you, I think was a great topic. So I'm so thankful (laughs) that you're even talking about that today. But so if there's anyone who's actually listening, who isn't really familiar with Google AdWords or how it works, can you just give a quick overview? Yeah. So basically Google ads is you're paying for an ad space on the Google search engine. So if you type in um, bookkeeper, bookkeeper, or if you're doing location bookkeeper in Louisiana, bookkeeper in uh, Los Angeles, you get the search results, right? And then from there, you see on the very top of the search is um, a listing. And that's usually the Google ad section. And then under that, it's usually if it's a location wise, it's there's going to be Google Maps. And under that, we have the organic, which is what we call SEO, search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. So Google ads basically puts you on the top of the page and you pay for every time someone clicks on that ad. And the cost for each click really depends on Google. Um, it could range from a dollar something to uh, 20, 20 plus bucks, depending on the keyword. Hmm. So it's it varies and it's Google determines the price um, on the keywords. So right. And do yeah. you know ahead of time what that price is going to be? Like, is there some type of like grid that it tells you, or is it you find out kind of after, you know, like someone clicks, no, yeah. that cost me $5. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a good question. Yeah. Google does offer a tool. It's called their keyword research tool. It's in the Google ads um, platform and you could do cert- you could, you could type in different keywords and find the, the cost for it and the different variations and, how much it costs in the range of how much it costs. So you could find how much a keyword costs before you, if you want, before you even put it in your um, marketing ads campaign. Okay. So it, That's good to it know. does get a little complicating, <laughs> but it's, they do give you a cost for it. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Perfect. So if someone were going to be using Google ads on their own, what are some of the mistakes that business owners might be making um, that make them not be effective in using this? Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes I've seen, uh, quite a few clients when I took, taking them on is they don't set an ad budget. So, Mm. so monthly you you should set an ad budget. So if you don't have an ad budget, then you could go, the sky's the limit with Google, you know, Mm -hmm. so you could spend 500 bucks a day if you need to, but setting the ad, a monthly ad budget, it limits that and it stays within, um, how much you could afford. So it was, if you have 500 bucks, it'll split that 500 bucks for each day of month. 
and it won't it won't go over that. It might go over a little bit depending on the cost per click of the keyword. So you might if 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 the cost increases um, at the end of the month and you just happen to go over by it's usually a few cents or a dollar or something like that. It's not too much, but setting that ad budget um, helps because you don't spend you don't go you just don't spend all your money basically right mm-hmm. so you don't owe google like thousands of dollars later on it just it puts it yeah basically puts you in your own your ad budget so when That's you're setting that up internally right they, they put it within google itself yes yeah mm-hmm. setting a monthly okay. ad budget is I, I think the top thing you should do especially if you're running yourself i usually don't recommend running the regular google ads yourself because it just so massive and there's so many things you could do with it if you don't set it up right and if you're not monitoring it like daily mm-hmm. and seeing what's happening with the traffic because it google ads moves fast once you turn it on you're getting traffic to the site usually and if you're not monitoring it then you the, the campaign isn't being optimized correctly so mm-hmm. um basically I, I, it's hard for some, someone, a business owner to monitor it daily, but right. keep track of what's going on in the campaign. Check on it a couple of times a week if you can, ideally uh, more, so you can make adjustments to the campaign. Mm-hmm. But it, it, the problem is it, it is so big, it right. could get out of hand and you could, you don't, you, can, you might not even use some of the features that might be beneficial for you. Right. So well, what, what I'm Google thinking of have, too... Oh, Oh, go ahead. I'll ask my question after you finish. Oh, yeah. But what Google does have, they have two different type of Google ads. One is the Google Smart campaign for like the very, if you just want to set something up real quick and it's very basic. So if you're planning to do it yourself, I recommend doing that one because it makes it super simple for anyone to set it up. You set mm-hmm. your keywords, you set your ad budget, and basically you turn it on and it, and it, um, it starts um, uh, driving traffic to your site if, if everything is set up properly. Um, but it's really easy, simple. Um, the regular Google ads, you have to do all the keyword research. You have to make sure writing the ads is correct. You have to do a lot of other things to mm-hmm. make the campaign get going. So if you're starting, starting off very fresh, I would say um, start the Google smart campaigns and not the regular Google ads. Okay. Well, my question, as you were talking, what I was thinking of too, is if all of a sudden someone's getting quite a few clicks and they're like a smaller business and they're not able to like really like follow up quickly with them, you know, if they have too many people following up, you know, they could potentially be paying for people coming to them that they're not actually being able to onboard. So is there a way to limit like how many clicks even like I only want two per day or something. Yeah. Um, that's that all goes within the ad budget. So you mm-hmm. just need to lower your ad budget and then it'll tell you, this is how much you're spending a day for mm-hmm. um, clicks. Uh, we also have to remember that Google ads, it just drives traffic to the site. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of factors into it. If you don't have the right keywords, you might not be driving the right traffic to the site. If the ad is, um, not written to kind of attract them and might not mm-hmm. uh, bring in those people that you want. And from there, if people are actually coming through the ads and going to your site on those, those main keywords that you're looking for, we might, and, and it's not converting, then we have to take a look at your website 
to make sure maybe it's not a website issue. Maybe your website isn't converting. So there's right. other factors into it as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So you mentioned, of course, not trying to do this yourself. You know, there's so much to know. So if someone wanted to hire, you know, a company or an individual to help them with this, like how would they go about finding someone who is really good and educated in this area? Um, I, I guess I would ask for, if, if they can provide maybe some examples of what they did for other campaigns. I know it's, it's hard nowadays because sometimes people do NDAs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but at least show some, some type of results that they've had. But when you talk to them, make sure they're not using a lot of uh, like internet marketing lingo that you don't understand. If you don't understand them while you're on conversating with you, then if you get a report or something, there's, a, there's a probably a big chance that you won't understand what's going on in your campaign. Right. So it's really just making sure you get everything written out of what you're going to get in mm-hmm. the campaign. If you're getting just Google search, if you're getting remarketing, whatever, just make sure you get, have everything written down of what you're going to receive as they're doing it for you. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to, it's hard for them to say, Oh, I'm going to get you um, 10 calls, 10 calls a day. Cause that's, right. that's unrealistic. It's, it's hard to predict right. that no kind of and ads. So right. just maybe see what they've done for other companies. If, even if they worked, ask if they worked in your industry before, because mm-hmm. uh, that always helps. Because if they haven't worked in industry, then it's, there's going to be a learning process that um, you have to, uh, you have to between you and the marketer. So right. one of the main things is, do you connect with the person? It goes, I guess, I guess it's beyond marketing, but do you connect with the person that you're talking with that business owner? Do they have the same kind of morals, um, mm-hmm. the same outlook for your business? And are they not trying to lead you or upsell you all the time? What are they trying to do? Right. Is, it, is it best for your business? Mm-hmm. So just kind of seeing if that connection is there with them. And if you maybe have more than one meeting, you know, I always mm-hmm. like to have a meet. I like to meet in person, but nowadays we sometimes we can't. So having a Zoom call is always good because you see person to their business, a person to face to the business and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And I know you were talking about, you know, being careful on your ad budget, not having it overspend and how you could limit that. But is there like a minimum that you should be using to make sure you're actually getting results? Um, What I've seen, it, it, it depends on the industry, but you could start as low as a hundred dollars but it won't, you might have like one click a day kind mm-hmm. of thing. So it depends on your industry and the keywords you're targeting. But the, I've seen from what, from my clients, the like 500, 500 bucks is a good start. Ad budget, mm-hmm. just ad budget is a good start. Um, I have a client that we're only running half that. And she mm-hmm. is being, she's very successful in her, in her industry. But a lot of people in her industry aren't running ads. But mm-hmm. she she gets a lot of calls for um what she does. She's 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 an organizer. Um, so okay. we're doing half that budget, and she's very successful. So mm-hmm. it it just depends on um, the industry and stuff like that. But a five hundred bucks, I always tell our clients it's it's a good budget to have five hundred dollar mm-hmm. ad spend. That doesn't even include the the management fee if you're having someone run it for you. So. Right. <clears throat> 
So if someone is listening and they're like, wow, you know, I'm a small business. I don't have, you know, $500 a month really to be able to have for that. And I want to have, you know, less, but I do want to try this. Is there a way that they can be very specific on who would actually see the ads for those clicks? So it's more likely that someone would potentially become a new client or how does it work to be able to really like hone in on who you want to see your ad? So that will go into the keyword research. Um, Google ads does have other features, but if you're going on a really low, lower budget, I, I would tell them to, if they want to get really get into it, then run the smart campaign yourself. Mm -hmm. Like we could set it up for you and then you could just kind of start managing it from there kind of thing. Okay. But um, on a lower budget, you want to do your key research and really know, understand who your customer is. What, what are they typing in when um, mm. they call or ask, ask your current clients, how'd you find me? Or maybe what are some of the, how would you find me kind of thing? Ask them, mm -hmm. ask them those type of questions. So you get those keywords and then you can start putting them into your, your, your smart Google ads, smart campaign or something. Mm -hmm. Right. So I know you said too, like the, the regular Google ads is so massive and huge that you really need to have someone. And you know, this other one that you're setting up, I think call it smart, uh, is one that they can manage themselves. So are there the similar mistakes that are made on both or is it more like if you're doing the one on your own, it's a little easier to manage and you're not going to have as likely have mistakes in that area. Yes. Um, it's, it, they, they, they basically simp Google simplified that, that process. So it's very easy to manage and mm -hmm. find everything. If you go into the other Google ads, you have this whole dashboard and it's just, it could be chaos if you've never seen it before. So they simplify their dashboard. It's really simple to use. Um, they make it easy to find keywords and they also recommend keywords for you as mm -hmm. well. It's, it's instead of, instead of like 20 steps to set up a campaign, you might have five, something, oh, okay. something as simple as that. And it's just, if you want to turn something off, it's just click of a button where you, you have to do something else in the, regular ads campaign. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you think there's different industries that do better with using Google ads versus, you know, maybe some just, it's not ideal for them to, to spend the money on Google ads because they're not going to really see that return. Yes. Um, like a lot of service-based businesses usually do pretty well uh, because people are looking, you could, you could, set it to a certain location and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What I've found some of the harder industries are if you're doing online courses, mm. um, some e-commerce stuff, it's just, it's a different buying cycle. Like for online courses, people need to know who you are, really get mm -hmm. to know who you are. So they, you could drive traffic and they could be coming in, but if they don't know exactly who you are, then it's, it's just a different buying cycle. So it's, right. they need more information. So that's why you need to have your social media set up, your website set up and make sure everything has, is kind of synced with your branding and everything. Mm -hmm. um, other industries that could be hard, it, it, it could be very competitive or like financial businesses, like um, financial planners, even realtors, it could be very competitive. Mm -hmm. And you're, then you're dealing with um, companies that have millions of dollars that they get thrown into ads or marketing, right. you know, so, mm -hmm. but it's, it's not, I would not, I would not, I wouldn't say don't try it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a budget that you could, that you could, um, that you have, I would say give it a shot because you never know. And when you're doing running the smart campaigns or something, and you have a slower budget, you will still get traffic to the site and mm-hmm. Google will show you that in their, in their platform. So it wouldn't hurt to try. And how long do you think someone should run like the Google ads, whether it's on the more difficult platform or the easy one that they're managing themselves before they could really expect to see a return? Cause they might be like, Oh, I spent, you know, so much in the last two weeks and I didn't really see results. I know in some things it takes a while, some things may be faster. So what would you say to someone who's like, um, well, I'm not sure if it's working. Yeah. I, I usually tell my clients to give it three to six months to get mm-hmm. going. We have clients see returns first couple of weeks. We have clients see returns uh, three months and even six months. It's just, I say to give it three to six months because the longer you run ads, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, Google likes likes you to run it, keep on running it. And for them, if you're running ads, you're spending money. So they want you to succeed. Oh, that's another thing. Right. Google, if you run the smart ads campaign, they will give you a call and they will actually help you set it up. So they're very good mm-hmm. at helping you set things up. Um, and they'll also recommend, uh, things you can do as well. So mm-hmm. they want you to, they want you to succeed so you can spend more money. Right. So Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Give it, yeah. Give it, I would say, give it three to six months. You should, you should be able to see what's going on from there. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, if you see the campaign isn't, you're not, you're not getting to your every month, you, every month you want, you want to hit your, your max budget. That means you have people coming to your your website. If you're not hitting that budget, that means you're not getting the most out of the campaign. Mm. So you want to make sure you hit that ad, that your, your ad budget. And if people, if you do, and people are coming to the site and they're not converting, maybe it's time to first, you want to look at the keywords, make sure the people that are coming from those right keywords that you want. Right. And if they are, then take a look at your website. Maybe we need to adjust something or adjust the wording on your website so it converts better. Right. So the people that guess, don't go to your site aren't lost. Right. Well, I was going to say, I think too, what I'm thinking of though, too, is if something is more time sensitive or urgent, right? They're going to, you know, probably follow up a lot more quickly than someone who maybe is searching for something, but maybe isn't even yeah. quite ready to buy and they're just doing their research, right? So you might pop up you know, in a search for research that maybe someone needs in the next, you know, two to three months versus somebody who has an urgent issue right now. Yes. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's another thing. Um, And Google, Google has, once you, once you click, once you click on the ad, it cookies your browser and Hmm. it won't, so someone just can't keep on clicking like your competitor can't go on there and keep on clicking on the ad and get charged you. Right. So Google knows when someone went to your site through an ad and mm. um, left. Well, that, okay. that's just another thing. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, you're, I mean, you're that's right. Always if, interesting if, to know how it if someone is just researching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully they bookmark your site so they can just come back to you. Right. In the yeah. future or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, that's all interesting. I'm, I know about some of the technology. I know some of the vocabulary, but how it all works Mm -hmm. and things like that too, like cookies. Yeah, I know a cookie could be placed on your thing, but how it knows that you are at that site and it tracks that you come back or all of that. That's a whole nother thing, which probably is not necessarily related to Google ads, but it's, it definitely is interesting how all this technology works. Yeah. It's, um, there's a lot going on. (laughs) 
And <laughs> Google tracks a lot of things. They track almost <laughs> everything. So if you're a conspiracy theory person or whatever, then just know that Google tracks everything that you do on their search engine. <laughs> There's probably no privacy. So, but um, like, yes. so I know you were saying to, okay, so somebody is doing something, maybe like it's not working out the way they want. And maybe it's really not their website. Maybe they just have their ads set up incorrectly. So if they've tried something, let's say for like a month and they haven't really had um, results or they're not using their ad budget, like you said, so they're not really doing it effectively. What do they do to go back and look at what they have set up and where they need to modify that to make changes to improve it? I would go back to looking at the keywords. So what are people searching when they're going to your site? Um, see if you're targeting the right keywords. And okay. this is this isn't your part that you have to start doing some research and mm -hmm. finding what they're using um, to find your site. So it's asking your current clients, asking um, friends or family or whoever, how would they search for your business? Are they, are they looking for bookkeeper? Are they looking for payroll management kind of thing? You know, how are mm -hmm. they finding, how are they trying to, how are they trying to find you? So look at those, go back and look at those keywords and see if you're targeting the right keywords. And then after that, mm -hmm maybe take a look at the ads, how, how you have it word, word, worded, worded, mm -hmm. word, how, how have you, how, how, how you wrote it out. And is it, is that attracting people to, to click on your ad? Mm -hmm. So you, you do have to find the keywords, but you also have to create that little, little blurb of what your business right. is about and stuff like that. Right. Well, I've heard other things before, like say for like a newsletter too, that you can have like an AB test, right? So you have one it's mm -hmm. worded one way or a different image and one that's slightly different. Do you have the capability of doing that with Google ads as well? Or is it pretty much you create one? Yes, you can. You could create, you basically create as many as you want. You just have to set mm -hmm. each one will take a different ad budget basically. So okay. you could do, we do, we do AB testing with ads all the time. So if it's um, finding out what what wording works the best, mm -hmm. we're always testing it. So A-B testing is is what you, sh you should be doing. Um, you just have to, I would always give like, when you create an ad and do another one, give, give them at least a week to get traffic mm -hmm. to it, week or two weeks. The more traffic you have, the better you can see how each ad is performing. But like I said, right. it, it it moves fast. So mm -hmm. a week is usually a good amount of time to see which ad is performing better than another. And then you make mm -hmm. adjustments from there. Right. Which then is helpful because you can kind of see, and hopefully it's easy to identify where, you know, that changes. Is it a keyword? Is it, you know, an, the image or yeah. whatever you have? Again, I'm not an expert on this at all, but I'm yeah. just from what I've understood from other people talking about how A-B testing works, you know, there's like yeah. usually just so, one thing that's different, yeah. right? Yeah, we, we, do, we don't do make big changes, we make little changes. Um, mm -hmm. An example is Google Ads has what they call display ads where it displays images on sites uh, mm -hmm. for, for Google. For, for a search. So one of our client, she does, she does, she's an organizer. So we had one image of just an organized, her, her organized stuff and one image of her, her in the picture organizing. Hmm. And we found out the picture of her um, organizing performed better, hmm. but we found out the picture of her was bringing in the wrong type of people because it was bringing hmm. more male clients 
and she wanted more female clients. So oh, we had to adjust it. Yeah. So we had to make the, make an adjustment on the picture and everything, everything else. So we could see like a more male clients liked her in the picture mm-hmm. and the other one, which is the wording had um, a good amount of traffic too, but it had uh, more female people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we just had to adjust the image and to what she wanted basically. Right. Okay. That's interesting. So are there metrics that you can monitor and see again, like even where people are coming from, or like you said, you could tell one was male versus female. Like, I guess, how do you even know all of that information or how can you monitor that? Yeah. So Google, Google ads has that, has that, has all the information. The only way you could tell if it's male or female is if they're coming in from a, like a Gmail account or mm-hmm. uh, if they're logging to their Google account, because then you have to give all the information when you create a Gmail. So right. that's how we found that out. Um, some of the metrics, but Google ads has our whole backend. You could, you could take a look at um, how much traffic you received through that day, um, which ads were performing, how are the ads were performing. You could even go deeper and like, here are the top keywords that were performing for you. Mm-hmm. And um, if you want to go deeper, it, you just keep on going to as deep as you want. And if you go into look into your Google Analytics, if you have connected to your Google Analytics, you can see how mm-hmm. people move through your site and okay. what pages they went on and everything like that. So Which, I guess that the I was gonna say, that's a whole other thing. Look at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I, I didn't even think to ask about Google Analytics, but I guess that's something you should maybe explain as well too. And what's the difference between that and the ads? Yeah. Google Analytics, it's, it's, um, it's a tool that you put on your website. So you know what traffic is coming to your site what they're doing on your site and um, maybe what keywords they came in, what keywords they used. And if they're coming from mobile, if they're coming from desktop, if they're male, if they're female, their location, where they're coming from, Google Analytics basically tells you all this information. Mm-hmm. So it's just basically putting a code onto your, your website and it's, it's a free, it's free. So and they give you all this information, but it can be very overwhelming. <laughs> so, but if you just look at the basics, um, how much traffic is coming to your site, and then go look at the acquisitions, and that tells you where the traffic is coming from. Are they coming from Google Ads? Are they coming from social media? What social media they're coming from? And it breaks it all, all down for you. So Google mm-hmm. Analytics is just for the website, and it just shows you website traffic and um, information. Google ads will just show you everything about the ads that you're running. It won't show you mm-hmm. SEO stuff. It won't show you social media stuff. It just show the ads information. Okay. And then you could, you could, when you, you could link them, obviously when you run a campaign. Mm-hmm. So is there like a typical success percentage per se that like, okay, if you have, you know, 10 clicks to your website and if so many convert, you know, that's kind of the expected ratio or is that completely like different across the board? Cause I know you were saying like, if you're not converting, then there's probably something wrong with your website, but I didn't know, not everyone who clicks to your site is going to convert anyway. So I didn't know if there's like kind of a number that is realistic kind of across, you know, the, the people who are doing yeah. AdWords to be considered yeah, successful. Each indus- yeah. Each industry is different. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's hard to give like a, a base number of what what is a su- successful like campaign. Mm-hmm. What we like to do is what you could also do and a good way for us to track that, especially for the service-based indi- businesses that we have is we'll put a call tracking number on. Mm-hmm. So when someone comes into the ad, it gives them a certain number and we could track that person. So it, we know that they came specifically from ads mm, and that's, okay. that's one way for us to track, um, track the information or track, track a conversion for a client. And we could also track a, a form submission as well. So when mm. someone submits the form, it kicks off a, a trigger and it lets us know this came from ads as well. So it's hard to give a, a base number, but um, your the marketing company you're working with, they should set up all the all this stuff for you. If you're doing mm-hmm. it yourself, you should be smart. I think the smart campaign. I think they make it easy for you to do it. If not, um, you can just let me know. I could help you out with that. <laughs> okay. So I had another thought too, because you earlier mentioned about you know the maps, the Google Maps, and things too. And I know often when you're searching for something on a map, you know it will show the different businesses that are kind of in that area. So. Do you have to tell Google that you exist and so they put you on there or is it related also to someone who actually does like a Google ad? It kind of goes there. Like how does that all kind of coordinate between just Google searches and the map? So that's Google Maps is separate. Um, Google does, if if you haven't, if you haven't created a Google My Business account, then Mm -hmm. um, they might find your business by if you have a Yelp account or if they're, if you're just online, they might find mm-hmm. it and put you on there. Okay. But ideally you want to go onto Google, my business and create your own profile. So you show up on maps and then you could, then you could start filling out the profile and um, answering reviews. If people leave reviews, um, answer any questions they may have. So it, mm-hmm. it is separate, but you can, what you can do with um, Google ads is link it to your Google, my business, especially if you're targeting a specific location and it'll, it'll link up as well. Okay. So th- they're, they're separate, but you can link it to Google ads as well. Okay. But you, it's not like you'll get ads on the maps area. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So again, like I said, this is not an area of my expertise. I know enough about it to know it exists and things like that too. So yeah. is there anything that, I didn't ask, you know, that would be helpful for the listener to know about how Google ads works, how they, you know, should monitor it, you know, any of that information. Mm. Yeah, it's, I always, I, I tell people it's like networking, but on steroids. So instead of you going out to different networking events, it's like you being out out everywhere right Mm -hmm. so you have to make sure your online presence is there and everything is synced so your Mm -hmm. what it says on social media that says on your website it's all the same so that goes under branding but you want to make sure Mm -hmm. everything is 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 there for your online presence because google ads is just one part of your online presence um you want to make sure everything is especially when you're running a business have everything the same Right. So Google ads is, I, I think right now is one of the fastest ways to get people's eyes on your site. Mm-hmm. It's faster than SEO. 
it could be faster than social media, depending on what you're offering. Mm-hmm. But especially if you're in the service-based industry or like yours and mine, um, Google, Google is a good place to be. And I could target a specific location. Say I want to just, I'm in Torrance. So say I just want to target Torrance area, but I don't want to target Gardena. I right. could do that with Google ads. Mm-hmm. So it's, I could get very specific on the location I want to target. Mm-hmm. And then some of the other features that I like are like retargeting is basically when you, someone comes to my site an ad will follow them around. So mm-hmm. it's basically keeping you top of mind for that person that came to your website. It could be annoying, right. but <laughs> you're top of mind. And that's, you, right. it, they say, um, was it, you need to be seen seven times? Six At times? least. I don't remember. The Would number keeps on like changing. Seven to 15, somewhere in there. <laughs> Seven to 15. So it's uh-huh. just being seen multiple times. So if you have a Google ads and then under that, you have your Google maps showing and under that you have your, your SEO is right. And social media, maybe that's five times. And then you have a retargeting as another six times. So it's just being seen multiple times is what you want. So having right. your whole online presence optimized and um, to your target market. And it's really just about understanding, get to really understand um, your target market and your clients that are coming to you. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things. Even if you're not running ads, you really want to get to know your client. Right. Well, and I know we weren't going to talk SEO today, but you've mentioned that a couple of times. So I just wanted to ask like, if someone has a limited budget, they can only choose one or the other, right? They can either put into Google AdWords or they can do SEO what would you recommend? Um, I would probably recommend Google ads because it's giving you traffic to your site right away. Mm-hmm. SEO is going to take some time in the long run is great, mm-hmm. but if you're not getting business right away, then that might be a problem for you. If you if you're on a limited budget, so you want to mm-hmm. see people coming to your site right away and then you could test your website, you could test everything and just, get people to get, get people to notice you. Okay. Um, so SEO you back quickly. in the days, we could, we could yeah. <laughs> yeah. SEO back in the days was really good because we could rank sites real quick in a, in a week. Mm-hmm. But now that Google has all these algorithms, it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't like not do SEO. You mm-hmm. should have your website optimized, SEO optimized. And when you get the budget, you should um, have an SEO person do the SEO for you. Mm-hmm. But don't rely on like your ranking. Like mm-hmm. if they give you a ranking report, that doesn't really mean anything nowadays. It's because each one's everyone's search is different. So you want right. to see how much, how many people are coming to your site through SEO or organic mm-hmm. and right. go from there. Yeah. Okay. So if you need traffic quickly, Google ads is the way to go. If you're looking at like a long-term strategy of building, you know, people seeing you and finding you and things, it sounds like SEO might be a good option. Yeah. Cause when you start Google ads, the ads are running right away, but the problem is when you stop it, it's, it stops mm-hmm. SEO. Um, it takes a long time to go, but if you're start ranking really good on all your keywords and maybe you forget to write a blog one day, or you forget to do some type of SEO, your site's just not going to disappear. Right. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, I know this is a lot of information. It can still feel a little bit overwhelming, you know, but like I said, I wanted to have this conversation just to 
talk about it a little bit. So if someone was interested in, you know, doing Google ads, but it just seemed mm-hmm. like there's way too much to know. I thought, well, this is a great topic just to discuss and, and put some information out there. So um, I wanted to ask this, since we are getting to the end of the time we have together, if you have an offer that you would like to share for the listeners. Yeah. Um, if anyone who's watching this um, just wants to do a 30 minute free consultation, I could actually uh, guide you in the right direction. Maybe you have any questions on online marketing, um, not just Google ads, but SEO or social media mm-hmm. or your website. I could guide you in the right direction on what's best for your business. Or if you haven't, if you're trying, if you're working with a current marketing company and you're unsure, um, we could talk about that in the 30 minute consultation. So you could basically go to our website, digiway.com, uh, fill out the discovery form or fill out one of the forms and we could set up a meeting, a Zoom, Zoom mm-hmm. call, or you go to our social media on Instagram. I think it's DigiWay at DigiWay and, um, or message us there. So there's multiple ways. We have Facebook, Facebook, Instagram. I do a YouTube channel where it, I just give basic information about online marketing. I try to, I try to simplify everything for you so you don't get so confused. And I hope I did that well today. I think go over your head. <laughs> so, and that's D I G I W E I, right? Did Correct. Yes. Thank you. Just yes. In <laughs> Just in case someone's not sure how to yes, spell it. Thank you. So, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Corey, for being a guest on my show and sharing your expertise. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I always enjoy these conversations. <laughs> It's definitely you have great questions and you have great questions. <laughs> Thanks again. I, I try, I have questions that I just know when sometimes I don't always know what to ask. So I hope I asked, you know, the right questions yeah. to help the listeners too. So for those who are listening and watching, I hope that I did ask the right questions and that you did find this interesting and helpful. Um, and again, if you have any additional questions or comments, feel free to reach out to Corey at any of the links that he had shared, or you could send us a message at media at a b and p.com and would you please share our show with those you know i'd really appreciate your support i hope you can join us for next week's topic why continuous improvement programs fail when they do not have to and please remember you can connect with us on twitter facebook and linkedin and my website is a b and p.com and you can find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms including google TuneIn, stitcher iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday. Have a terrific week.